Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday, the 22nd day of May, 2021. That is 522-2021. That, of course, is the uh, date today. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas, sun shining, sky blue, and the wind is gone. You can clean the pool out now. Grab the lawn furniture in the deep end of the pool. Wind's gone. We had, I mean, really, really bad winds for the last couple of days here in Vegas. Never stopped, too. It was like 24 hours of this stuff. But it finally subsided. So right now in Vegas, along with the wind, though, came a little bit cooler weather behind it. Right now it's 57 degrees here in Las Vegas. We're only going to get up to 72 today. So it's going to be kind of nice out there today, 72 degrees. We're going to top out at But at least the weather forecast shows us that uh, the wind has subsided and it's gone for a while. So that's good news. As we make our way in the weekend before the Memorial Day weekend, where all, all these people are pent up from the pandemic and are jazzing to come, town is really rocking and rolling i'm telling you vegas is rocking and rolling it is uh you know people they just they're pent up they want to get out and do stuff and thank goodness we don't have to wear the masks anymore outside that was a pain in the mask in any case uh we welcome you to the show uh, of course, uh, next weekend's going to be a big week. And this weekend's a little light on uh, stakes races around the country, but still good competitive racing, and that's what we'll be talking about. And, of course, we're looking ahead to the Belmont Stakes. You know, that'll happen uh, two weeks from today, the Belmont Stakes. Uh, Todd Pletcher sent out uh, three of his Belmont probables. The Florida Derby winner, Known Agenda, worked yesterday morning, five furlongs and 102.53 on the Belmont main track. He also worked Borbonic, that upset, that big upset Wood Memorial winner, and overtook another one of his horses together. Overtook, of course, was third in the Peter Pan. He worked them in company. They went uh, half mile in 48.85. And in Southern California, 
Uh, Rock Your World. John Sadler's horse, Rock Your World, went uh, 101.20 and uh, 126.40. 101.205 furlongs, galloped out 6 and 126.40 as he prepares for the Belmont. So they're all lining up, getting ready for the Belmont Stakes, doing their thing. Right now the probables are 11. There's 11 probables for the uh, Belmont right now. They are in uh, alphabetical order. Borbonic. Brooklyn Strong, Essential Quality. Boy, he's almost fell off right off the Richter scale as far as people talking about him, huh? Uh, France Go Diina, Hot Rod Charlie, and of course, Known Agenda, Midnight Bourbon, who was second in the uh, in the Preakness, Overtook, the aforementioned Overtook, Rebels Romance. That's the horse that won the UAE Derby, you know. Rock Your World and Rombauer. Still uh, pointing towards the Belmont, the uh, Preakness winner. So those are the horses right now with a week, uh, two weeks to go to the Belmont Stakes that are pointing towards the Belmont Stakes. But, you know, there'll be late changes, no doubt about that. The latest change was uh, Wyburn and uh, Malathot. They have uh, dropped out. All right, so we welcome you to the show on this Saturday. If you're listening to us here in Las Vegas, Nevada, at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM, on a windless morning, thank goodness. And we welcome all of our listeners worldwide on many different platforms. They include our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas, .world, .global, your iPhone or your Android, those devices you have, those smartphones, much smarter than me, no doubt. Uh, you can get your phone apps at your phone app store, the KSHP phone app, the radio station phone app, so you can hear us now. And, by the way, all the other great sports programming we have on Sports Talk 1400 AM. Put that app on and listen to us throughout the day and in the mornings here for the race day shows. And, of course, we are also on <coughs> all different podcast outlets. Wherever you get your podcasts, just punch us in and we're there. Okay, so for all you podcast listeners, we welcome everybody to the show. All right, let's take a look at the COVID deal, because we're doing good here in Vegas, okay? Overnight, we had 334 total positives in the entire state of Nevada and two deaths. Clark County accounted for 258 of the 334 and one death. Clark County, of course, where Las Vegas, Henderson, North Las Vegas, the uh, mass of the population is at. And our infection rate is doing darn good. Our infection rate in the entire state is 4.7%. It went down a bit again yesterday. 4.7% infection rate. Clark County is now even with the uh, state. Clark County's infection rate is also 4.7%. That also went down a tick or two. So we're doing good. Hospitalizations, 265 in the entire state, accounted to the COVID virus. So if you continue to get the vaccinated there, we're going to do just fine. We're going to do just fine. We are in the mode right now of controlling the virus is what we want to do. Taking the masks off is a big thing. Now you find out who took, uh, you know, who grew a COVID beard or not now, right? And, of course, still some businesses out there are uh, requiring the mask, but they're, they're getting fewer and, far be, fewer and far between. 
But we got to keep it going, and we can keep it going, all of us together, in a united front of just doing the things that got us there, okay? And we'll do fine. All righty. Let me take a look at what happened yesterday real quick here, because like I said, it's a, it's a light weekend of stakes races around the country, but some good stuff happened. For example, uh, Belmont Park yesterday. Pick six of Belmont yesterday paid $34,150.50. Wow. Started out with a $44.80 winner. That's what happened. Then he had $8, six dollars, ten forty, eight thirty, and six twenty. Uh Eric Cancel, I Ortiz Jr., and Manuel Franco all had pair of winners yesterday at Belmont. Gotta tell you, the eighth race winner, a horse called Into the Sunrise with John Velasquez aboard, went six furlongs on the inner turf course and stopped the clock in one oh seven point four four. One oh seven point four four. Wow, that was a fast one there. Uh, and uh, nice little pick six payoff there at Belmont yesterday. Wow. Santa Anita yesterday. Uh, wow, I got to tell you, the highest priced winner came in the last race at $15.40. The race before that, eleven forty, and then everything else was really, really close to the best favorites. And it got worse in the sixth race. There was a dead heat in a four-horse field. It was originally seven. They scratched three horses. So in the sixth race, four horses in the race, two wound up in a dead heat. The win price on both of them paid $2.10. Now, if you were uh, following john lendo's lendo report you know he he gives you the selections and all that he gives you a lot of good information on what's going on on southern california in the racing uh you know as far as jockeys trainers etc anything any good news uh, any news at all about uh, racing in southern california at the bottom of it and he also offers a suggested pick four on the sheet so his late pick four hit it was a twenty four dollar play overall. But here's the kicker. The pick four pays a hundred and four dollars and sixty five cents. But in his late pick four layout, he picked both horses. He only went two deep in the sixth race. Those were the two that wound up in a dead heat. So as a result of that, that twenty four dollar play wound up paying two hundred and seventeen dollars and thirty cents. Because he had it twice. <laughs> How about that? Kind of neat stuff there. You got you to check out that Lindo report over there at the South Point free of charge. And, of course, on today's Racing Digest. The Stronach 5 featured the ninth at Pimlico. That winner paid 980 The ninth at Gulfstream. That winner paid 3740 The third race at Santa Anita. Winner 780 Third race at Golden Gate. Winner $5 even. Fourth race at Santa Anita winner, $6.60. So he had very doable and downright favorite winning, what, three out of the five races, a middle price to 980 in the uh, first leg. And the only outlandish one was the 3740 winner in the second leg. And together, 
the $1 payoff, winning numbers 3, 11, 7, 6, 9, pay $12,378.30. What a play. I mean, just a $37 horse that was, you know, that, that is a long shot. If you got him with other horses that figured, twelve grand. Strike five yesterday. Okay. And, uh, you know, I'm always uh, talking about our handicappers, etc. Jonathan Hardoon does um, several sheets each day. And his Gulfstream sheet le- yesterday, uh, he didn't do the first race because it was for two-year-olds. So he only did eight races at Gulfstream uh, as far as selections. And uh, his top selection won six out of the eight remaining races. I'm sorry, his top selection won five out of the eight remaining races, and a second selection won the other. So he had uh, top selection five, second selection one out of the eight races. And three of the top selections were his best bets on his sheet. So I can't wait for him to uh, follow up that fantastic performance on his sheet with some winners for us today, right? We put, yeah, I'm going to put the heat on him. All right, time to go to our first break. Going to get that out of the way because we do have our weekend handicappers, uh, Jonathan Ardoon and Dave Valento, and, of course, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J as well. We still have your menu to come and your twin queue yet. we got a lot of good stuff happening yet for you. By the way, Dave Valento, I want to congratulate him. He gave us a couple of winners last Sunday on the show. Let's keep that mojo going, too. Hey, we'll be right back. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show 
everybody. Back on race day. And uh, you know what? Uh, I got uh, Jonathan Hardoon standing by and all the other guys. So let's just do this. Let's go right to the menu. How about that? Okay. <laughs> we will. <clears throat> Here's the uh, menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. You know the deal. First post times we broadcast on this show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone because that's where we're at here. We are here at Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas. We are in the Pacific time zone. This is race day Las Vegas, and these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. Therefore, the first post times are Pacific. So if you're listening on our websites or on your phones or, or your devices or your iPads or podcasting, however, wherever, whenever you get us, if you're not in the Pacific time zone, my goodness, adjust to the Pacific time zone because I don't want you to miss anything. Okay? Like I miss mom and dad. All right? Pacific time zone first post times. Just want you to be sure of that. And by the way, that uh, $34,151 pick six yesterday at Belmont was the highest priced payoff of anything in the nation yesterday. Gulfstream had a nice 50-cent pick five yesterday, paid $13,603. So there you have it. There it is, huh? All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Now, Gulfstream Park has their pick six jackpot carryover, $75,775. But yesterday, they uh, they did a guarantee on the... uh, Pick six for a single ticket at 150 grand. So I would imagine it's at least that today for a single ticket. So they bump it up for a single ticket, but you got to be the uh, single ticket winner. Otherwise, the carryover at Gulfstream, 75,775. You got 12 races today at Gulfstream Park and a first post time of 9:20. And yes, Jonathan Hardoon does have a sheet for Gulfstream today. All right, Pimlico is next. You have nine races at Pimlico, good old Hilltop. And that pick six jackpot, that pick six that was left over from the big uh, uh, Preakness weekend, is still out there. The pick six jackpot hasn't been hit yet. The jackpot now today at Pimlico, $625,866. Yeah, pick six jackpot, Pimlico. Nine races, first post time, 940. Uh, Then next is Belmont Park. It's a great day at Belmont today. Oh, yeah. Partly sunny, 74 degrees. The track is fast. The Widener Turf Course and the Inner Turf Course are both labeled firm. The Widener Turf Course will host the 4th, 6th, and ninth races. The Inner Turf Course will host the 2nd and 10 races over the 10 race card. First post time at Belmont today is 10 a.m. Their feature race is the $100,000 Seek Again Stakes. The ninth on the card at a mile on the Widener Turf Course for four-year-olds and up. Now, there was a field of ten, but they have two late scratches. These remain, uh, these remain track only. This is on the turf. So, scratch number four, Danny California, and number nine, Yankee Division. Four and nine are out. So, you have eight left to go in the seek again, and the favorite is Flavius at two-to-one with Javier Castellano. First post time for ten races today at Belmont, 10 a.m. Lone Star Park is next. They got a nice little pick six jackpot going at Lone Star, too. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $152,571. Nine races at Lone Star. First post time is 1235. Santa Anita. 
Well, it might be the great race place, but it's not the great volume of horses place, that's for sure, Santa Anita. Only had 53 horses running yesterday. There's a lot more today than that. But tomorrow is a, an anemic card. And today, the feature race, the Santa Maria, is anemic, too. They had five in it, but the one horse, last first kiss, is scratched. So there's four, just four, going in the Great two $200,000 Santa Maria today, which is the second race on the card. It's a mile and 16th. Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. And it looks like a match race between CC at 6-5 to five and, as time goes by, at 2-5. to five. That's the Santa Maria. It's the second race on the card. The uh, co-feature is the $100,000 Grade 3 Honeymoon Stakes for three-year-old fillies at a mile and one-eighth on the turf. Now that has a little bit more meat on the bones. They got seven going in that one. And there looks like a match race in this one as well, though. Going global is six to five. Madone is nine to five. That in the Honeymoon Stakes, the seventh on the card. Nine races overall at Santa Anita and the first post time at one o'clock this afternoon. One o'clock at Santa Anita is the first post time. Their pick six jackpot starting to build again after that uh, single one went down over the weekend. The pick six jackpot today at Santa Anita, $21,580. Then we go to Northern California, Golden Gate. Now remember, Golden Gate, uh, they tagged the uh, all on the uh, pick six jackpot there as well the other day. So Golden Gate has their pick six jackpot at $3,708 today. Nine races, first post time, 120 at Golden Gate. Evangeline Downs is next. Evangeline Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 350. Then we get the Prairie Meadows. They got a super high five jackpot carry over there at 11,360 bucks at Prairie Meadows. They have a pick five jackpot carryover. This, now, that was the super high five. This is a pick five jackpot carryover at uh, Prairie Meadows. And uh, that pick five jackpot carryover at Prairie Meadows is $27,526. Seven races, first post time, 4 p.m. Then we go to Charlestown. They have a pick six jackpot carryover, $22,153. Eight races, first post time, 4 p.m. And then you get the Los Alamitos in Southern California, Los Al. Now, you know, they got uh, those different type of races at Los Al. So here's the deal. You got eight races tonight at Los Alamitos. The uh, first three races are 1,000-yard mixed breed races. Races four, five, six, seven, and eight are regular quarter horse races. No thoroughbred races tonight, but three mixed breeds. Eight races overall at Los Al and the first post time of 6.15. 6.15 tonight at Los Alamitos. All right. That's, uh, that's your menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and Racetracks around the country. So there you have it. There it is. All right, time to go to our handicappers. We begin with Jonathan Hardoon, as we do on the weekends. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Doing fine, man. It's kind of like, um, you know, with the Belmont coming up two weeks from today and all that massive stakes races on the Belmont uh, Stakes Day card. And, of course... The calm before the storm. And, yeah, right. And the Memorial Day coming up next weekend, where there's several stakes races, a lot of stakes races over the weekend. This is kind of, yeah, yeah, this is the calm before the star, storm type of weekend where it's nice and, uh, you know, calm out there. Not not too many stakes races to talk about. And i got to tell you what, right now, not too many horses to talk about overall. I mean, the the fields are, are short and small at Santa Anita. 
Yeah, well, Santa Anita appears to be in big trouble, Ralph. I mean, they're going to have to figure something out. Um, you know, they tried to incentivize people to ship out there with their ship and win programs, but nothing seems to be working. You know, maybe they should consider taking some time off, especially in this day and age where you have simulcasting from all over the world. You know, so maybe a little less. But they're down to three days a week. I don't know, really know what, what the answer is. Well, and, I know and, it doesn't look good. And, you know, Belmont Park, uh, they're doing okay. Yeah, well, they have horses that could ship in from five tracks around. They have parks. They have Delaware. They have uh, uh, Monmouth. You know, there are five tracks all within a 150-mile radius. So it's not hard to fill races. But when you're in the on the West Coast, where they're going to get horses from? The only place they come from is Golden Gate, right? And they're short on horses too, so it's it's a mess. It so, really is. Now you're based back east. Do you do a sheet for Monmouth? Uh, no. Okay, well, because maybe this year I'll consider it, but they're not using the whip, and people are really pissed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, uh, they've got a lot of jocks that. I mean, Joey Bravo said he wasn't going to go there. Well, Mike McCarthy, who was going to go there, isn't going there. He's coming west to, to ride at Santa Anita, you know, and I hope he made the right choice because if there's no horse population, you know, there's only so many horses to go around, and he's a good young rider, and he's shipping his tack. Well, Mike, west, Ma- Mike McCarthy's know. the trainer. You're talking about Trevor McCarthy? I'm, I'm sorry, Trevor McCarthy. Yeah, the correct. jockey. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing great in New York, and he's picking up and moving there, which is somewhat surprising, but, uh, you know. Derek Lawson has himself a good young rider, and uh, hopefully they'll make a lot of money together. Well, he's going to Southern California, but you got Fuentes, who's going to Canterbury. Figueroa is going to Monmouth, uh, and uh, he's he's had Figueroa's had trouble with uh, the whip violations in California. Can you imagine what's going to happen in Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> man, uh, they're going to take his whip away and tell him to ride with nothing. I guess. Uh, well, it's nice to know that at least in Canada they're they're letting up now because Woodbine is going to start its meet on the 18th of June. Fort Erie has got the okay. They're going to start on the 15th of June. So that's that's nice. At least we get some tracks north of the border going again, and and hopefully the weather. Yeah, will I be. mean these these people didn't know what was going on. They were really just left in limbo, you know, yeah. and, and they had to decide where to ship and what to do. And uh, it is good news that we want racing to be as successful as possible and as popular as possible. All right, so you were in the zone yesterday at Gulfstream, buddy. Wow. Yeah, it worked out well for a change. Once in a while, we get lucky. All right. Well, let's get lucky today and uh, get some horses for our listeners out there. What are we doing? Okay, let's go to Gulfstream Park, race number 10, seven furlongs on the main track. And I like the number two horse in here, Sky Chaser. This is a five-year-old mare from the Ronald Spatz barn. Ride a switch today to Edwin Gonzalez. This jockey's terrific, Ralph. He gets horses to run for him. He wakes them up. This horse is listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. Very generous price. I like number two, Sky Chaser, to upset and win today's 10th race out at Gulfstream. Now, this, this Edwin Gonzalez, uh, he had a five-bagger there at uh, Gulfstream not too many uh, days ago. Yeah. He, yeah. Comes from, he, he started riding in Penn National, right? He came from Penn National. Yeah. I, I mean, and he's really, you know, they've really taken to him in Florida. He's starting to ride for a lot of big barns and uh, – uh-huh. He's really a very good rider. All right, so on the 10th race today, Golf Dream, you're going to take that hot jockey, number two, Sky Chaser, 8-1 to one on the morning line. The two in the 10th race at Golf Dream is Jonathan's first uh, selection for us on the show. Now, Jonathan, when you send out your sheet, uh, you you uh, just give out the numbers, which I like, just get uh, close right to the point, and then you have some stars 
next to certain uh, races. Usually, you have three stars uh, per uh, three star races per sheet. Right. So when the stars are there, does that mean that the horse, the first horse on the list from left to right, is the best bet in that race? Yes, that's my top selection, and those are the best bets on the card, those star races. All right, uh, they so, either offer value or the most likely winner at some sort of a price. Okay, and this is one of them. I just want to make everybody alert that this is one of the three at Gulfstream today, the two, Sky Chaser, and the 10th at Gulfstream. Okay, where are we going next? Let's go to Santa Anita, race number three. I like the number one horse in here, Blue Balan. Juan Hernandez for Sean McCarthy. This is a three-year-old filly who has never gone backwards. She has four career starts, each race better than the previous one. She gets the addition of Lasix today for the first time. Juan Hernandez aboard to ride. A very fair four-to-one on the morning line. I like number one, Balu Balan, to win today's third race oh, out at San Anita. You say <laughs> that so. You say that so well, Jonathan. <laughs> The one horse in the third race, I'm leaving it alone. The one in the third race is Jonathan Hardoon's play. Again, one of his three star best bets on his sheet for Santa Anita. And I got to say that, you know, in, you know if, uh, I'm talking about the, uh, the short fields, etc. So on the other hand, you have this race, this third race. There's only six in it, but it is a, such a competitive race that you could hit the all button and be wrong. <laughs> Right. No, I'm not wrong. The one's going to win, Ralph. All right, you got it. (laughs) All right, good. Then I can get a singleton out of that race and move on because uh, the morning line from six horses in that race goes from two to one. The highest highest morning line from two to one is six. So that's a competitive race, and we're going to get a singleton out of it from Jonathan Hardoon, the one horse, Belou Ballon, in the third race. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks a lot, Jonathan. Now, what, what do you got today? You got Gulfstream what? Oh, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, and Belmont Selections. All right, All you three got, tracks are up. All right, you got it, kiddo. Keep the mojo going. Give us, uh, we'll get some winners out of that, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right, you got it. Now, we go next to our uh, Dave Valento, the track phantom, who left us with a couple of winners on the show last weekend. Dave, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. Yeah, you had, uh, you had uh, I think it was Sunday, you gave us both uh, two winners out of the uh, selections you had, right? Yeah, it was. A, I think that was the big uh, pick six carryover. Was yeah, it? yeah, uh, yeah. So that that helped, uh, although it didn't. A lot of lot of short prices on Sunday. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Well, now, Jonathan, uh, you know, you and Jonathan both do uh, multiple tracks. I know you do uh, Santa Anita, etc. But what do you have on tap for today? Uh, just the Santa Anita card, like you said, it's kind of a lull in between uh, leading up to the Belmont. Just Santa Anita, but I did. Uh, add uh the final three races at golden gate uh to the sheets so those that are playing the golden hour uh tickets can look at that and that that seemed to work uh i think it was last week as well yeah uh but just santa anita for for this week or for the weekend here now for those of you who are uh wondering and they do a great job in promoting it there in southern california but they have something called the golden hour pick four and the golden hour double the golden hour pick four links up the last two races at santa anita to the last two at golden gate that makes up the four races in the golden hour Pick four and the Golden Hour double, uh, same deal. The last race at Santa Anita to the last race at Golden Gate, and and I'm telling you, they've had some really uh, you know attractive prices on, on those uh, bets. Yeah, it's a one dollar. Uh, the the Golden Hour pick four, I think, is a one dollar bet uh, base bet, and the double is a five dollar base bet. So it's kind of a different uh, take. I kind of like that. Um, 
Um, and it, it's been, uh, yeah, it's, it's paid well. So it's worth looking at, especially if you get, you know, I, I, I tend to like to play the pick fours, pick fives. And if you somehow are out of the San Anita pick four, uh, it gives you another chance to start over with the, uh, you know, the final two at each yeah. track. Well, it's, it's called like the get out pick four to get out double, really. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave, what, what are we doing today? Uh, let's go to to a uh, place today, and I'm actually going to deviate uh, to Lone Star Park, mm. um, race number five for the first play. Okay. That's a two-year-old maiden special weight race at four and a half furlongs. Mm. A lot of first-time starters here. So, you you know, in a race like this, you're looking for a trainer that excels in this situation, and, you, and there's hardly a better one than uh, the trainer number three, dial 10 for G, a five-to-one shot. Trainer uh, Austin Guft- Gustafson. Last five first-time starters at four and a half at Lone Star. Mm-hmm. He won four of the five and was second, uh, beating a length in the other. And what's interesting about him is when I went back and looked at those those horses, mm-hmm. every one of them had very slow, a couple very slow three furlong works, mm-hmm. and that was it. And so that's why you, you know you got eight to one, seven to one winners. So five to one. I mean, when you look at the work tab, it's not going to jump out of the page. But this is his mo here. So I think this horse is. Really, really a solid play. I think you're going to get around four to one mm-hmm. here in this spot, and I think it's uh, uh, got a great shot. So that's uh, d- number three, dial ten for G in race five at Lone Star for the first play. All right, and um, of course uh, you're looking at uh, trainers whose penchant is uh, you know what their their niche is, and and that's the key here in the fifth fifth race at Lone Star uh, today. And it's a early post time. Lone Star uh, earlier than usual, twelve thirty-five. I guess the weekend or during the week, it's a little bit uh, later. But uh, Lone Star Park, twelve thirty-five, first post, Pacific time. And in the fifth race, you like number three, dial ten for G. The three in the fifth race for all the reasons you just said. All right, Dave, where's next? Uh, we're going to go to Santa Anita race six to maiden special six furlongs uh, on the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave this horse uh, number five Irondale out uh, last time. It was a first time starter, yeah. uh, really well bred. Uh, you got two very nice horses, uh, full sibs to this one. Uh, one of them TMI. Both of them actually had one first time out. So I, I like this horse first time out um, for Karen Headley, but he threw his head at the start. I watched the replay and he was oh. about three or four lengths behind uh, right out of the gate, you had Elling one apprentice rider up, and never really got into the race. They go to they switch to Piper, who's really, I mean, she is some kind of rider. She's really good. She and, gets horses to relax um, something really neat. I'll tell you, she gets yeah, them to really relax. Yeah, and she's a good finisher too. So, yeah. um, you know, the, and and also the clock reports. Uh, you know, she, this uh, this gelding, I should say, has had three works since then. The clock reports are pretty high in the works here. So I think there's. There's more here than this. Mm-hmm. It looks bad because of the uh, the poor run first time out, but that was due to the start. So five to one's a fair price. So we're going to go number five, Irondale at five to one in race six at Santa Anita. All right, the sixth race uh, at Santa Anita today, number five, Irondale, the five in the sixth race, Dave Valento's pick for the race day listeners. And uh, I got I got to tell you, uh, she wound up in a that wind dead heat y- uh, yesterday at Santa Anita with Flavian Pratt. Now, if she doesn't get that photo finish and frame it uh, as, you know, her, her as an apprentice, she could look back on her career as an apprentice, uh, wound up in a dead heat with the leading jockey of the uh, the track at the time. I don't know. When, when all is said and done, maybe uh, Flavian will want to 
<laughs> Maybe he'll want, yeah. You never know. Maybe he ought to get that photo and get her to sign it, huh? Exactly. All right. Well, I, uh, and again, uh, you have uh, Santa Anita and uh, a couple of races at Golden Gate to cover that uh, that Golden Hour pick four and uh, double, right? You got it. Yep. Trackfandom.com. All right. You got it. Thanks a lot, Dave. All right. Thank you. All right. Coming up next, uh, we got your twin Q and then uh, Richie, John, and Jerry. Yet to go. So don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. All righty. Um, yesterday, the Twin Q at uh, Station Casinos featured the fourth and eighth races at Santa Anita. The fourth race winner paid six sixty. The second horse paid seven twenty. And then the second half, uh, the eighth race, Santa Anita paid fifteen forty, and the second horse paid four forty. Shook it all out. There were five winners at a thousand bucks apiece in the five thousand dollar offering yesterday in the Twin Q at uh, Station Casinos. But they put another $5,000 up for grabs today. Yeah, they did. And they're going back to Santa Anita, too, believe it or not. There are two races on the Santa Anita card that has enough horses to make up a Twin Q, and they did that. So the Twin Q today at Station Casinos for $5,000 will feature the last two races at Santa Anita, the eighth race at five and a half furlongs, three-year-olds and up maiden claimer. There are nine entered in this one. Eighth race. Santa Anita, five and a half furlongs, the first half of the Twin Q. Second half of the Twin Q is the ninth race at Santa Anita, six furlongs on the turf for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up, an allowance race, and there are ten in that. So you have the eighth race, five and a half on the main, ninth race, six furlongs on the turf, eighth and ninth races is your Twin Q puzzle for today. Santa Anita's eighth and ninth for $5,000 at the uh, station casinos with the post time right around 4.52. All right. And I'm not even going to tell you, you know, about the protocols. You all know that by now. You shouldn't be locked out. You'll be playing the races there. Uh, Rich Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. And, uh, Richie, um, you got the uh, Santa Anita sheet today, right, uh, on the RacedayLasVegas.com website? Yeah, I've got Santa Anita and the uh, simulcast play at uh, Belmont. So uh, it's, it's a good product today. I, I like the card. It was a lot, <laughs> There's a lot more horses at least running today than yesterday. Wow, yeah, huh? I can't believe a $200,000 grade two race, though, gets only four in at the Santa Maria. I mean, you know, uh, you'd think if a guy had, like, a horse that was uh, an allowance uh, filly or mare, they'd throw him in there just to gallop around the track and cash some money, easy money. Well, you know, you could earn black type, and, you know, these are fillies and mares. And yeah. Black type is always good when you go to the breeding shed, yeah. so you're, you're, you're right. It would 
be an easy chance to, to finish uh, second, third, fourth, whatever. And I, I heard John say that uh, Michael McCarthy was thinking about CC going to New York. Why would he ship to New York? <laughs> well, he's he's one out of four horses. He's probably no worse than second, and he might win this race. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah. And, and you're, talk, you're talking about CC and the Santa Maria, which is six to five, and you would think, oh, well, that's the favorite. No, but it isn't because the five, as time goes by, is the big favorite of two to five off of her uh, stellar performances. But, you know, she comes out of Bob Baffert's barn, so you don't know what's going on over there right now. Yeah, I mean, the horses that ran at uh, Pimlico prick this weekend uh, didn't fire at all, hardly. And, you know, we'll have to see if this horse fires big uh, or, or not. If she, if she doesn't fire her best shot, CC can get her. Well, she's had six lifetime starts, though, and three of those have been winners. The, uh, and uh, she has two seconds and a third. And she just won the Santa Margarita at Santa Anita at the uh, at the uh, longer distance, a mile and one-eighth, uh, by almost ten lengths. So <laughs> we'll wait and see there. But, yeah, the second place in a $200,000 race ain't bad. And you don't have to just go, you know, you don't have to ship across country. Just go back to the barn and on the backside of, you know, where the Philly lives. You know, I, I would like to see CC win because then it would set up uh, Michael McCarthy as Bob Baffert's uh, newest nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got him in the Preakness. He got him in the Preakness. Yeah. <laughs> so wait and see. That's the Santa Maria. But the honeymoon seems to be a more competitive type of race, although there's two horses in there that everybody thinks going to just uh, come down to uh, going global or Madone. But uh, that's why they run the races. So we'll wait and see. That's for sure. And you have uh, your... A sheet uh, for Santa Anita with your uh, opinions of both those races and all the others right there at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Okay, Rich, give me a horse. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to call an audible because oh. uh, originally I was going to go to that third race and uh, Jonathan Hardoon uh, gave out the Phillies that I like also that blue by. Oh, yeah, I see that but, you have um, that on top too, blue uh, blue Bayon. Yeah, but I'll call it audible, mm-hmm. and uh, let's go to the uh, ninth race, the final race, part mm-hmm. of the Twin Q here locally at Station Casinos. Yeah. Let's try the number three, squared, shady, four to one in the morning line. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeff Bondi uh, ran this filly in a mile stakes race last time out, and this horse ran a very solid third. Now cuts back in distance and returns to turf. I think that mile should really uh, set her up just perfect to, to finish stronger here. Edwin Maldonado rides. So let's go 25 win plays. Two for the ROI. Number three, Square Shady in race nine, Santa Anita. Ninth race, Santa Anita. Richie's going to close out the day for us with a winner in the second half of the Twin Q. Number three, Squared Shady. Four to one on the morning line. 25 to win in places. The $50 stipend will give him the $2 ROI. Two to win on number three in the ninth race at Santa Anita. Get the rest at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, John. Good luck, everybody. John and Jerry wrap it up. They'll be right here next. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, now we're going to go to Southern California. Standing by is John Lindo. John, you you can tell a story about that pick four you hit yesterday at uh, Santa Anita because uh, that uh, is like catching lightning in a bottle. Well, it didn't look like there was a whole lot of value there, especially with the, the favorite winning the first and then yeah. a dead heat of the first two favorites in the second, but... You catch a couple of horses just at fair prices, not huge prices, and you end up with the, uh, you know, with the with the uh, double up in that one race with the dead heat. Two hundred seventeen dollars. Yeah, I mean that 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 was uh, surprisingly better than I thought I would pay. You turn chicken feathers into chicken soup, but the thing is, uh, the 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 catch to this whole thing was was that dead heat. That was really funny. Yeah, fun to watch Emily Ellingwood going head to head with Flavian Pratt down the stretch. Yeah, I said Jenna, Jennifer uh, Pfeiffer. I'm sorry, it was uh, Ellingwood. Yeah, she ought to. Yeah, she's got to take a. She's got to get a copy of that picture and certainly have Flavian sign it. That's for sure. Uh, it was Ellingwood and not uh, Pfeiffer. Anyhow, uh, I uh, was talking to somebody uh, yesterday in the in the industry, and they said that, you know, I'm saying, uh, you know, how, how come this split sample takes so long from the regular sample in Kentucky? And I got to do this real quick. It, because it's like, what's it going on, three, four weeks now. But they said that the split sample is controlled by the people asking for it, which would be Bob Baffert. He's the one that, that's going to say when the sample is to be uh, analyzed and what uh, laboratory does that. Is that correct? You know, th- I don't know what the process is. I know that they, they get a list of labs that they can choose from to have the split sample tested. I don't know who's in charge of determining when that sample goes out to be tested. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that that is uh, beyond my pay grade. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, because everybody's saying, how come it takes so long? Well, if, you know, he's probably, uh, you know, maneuvering with his lawyers to figure out what's the best uh, approach, I guess. Any, anyhow, that's that. And uh, we got to get to uh, picking some horses, that's for sure. I know tomorrow's uh, card's going to be anemic, and uh, Bradfree did a little work on starters and, and uh, race sizes, huh? Yeah, I checked with Brad yesterday just to see, you know, after, we know it gets a little light after the Santa Anita Derby, and since that day, uh, starting with April 4th, going into this week, uh, average field size at Santa Anita from uh, 155 races is 6.78 horses per race, and that, that's not good. No, not at all. But uh, I got to tell you, for how anemic yes, uh, tomorrow will be, uh, today is a, is a pretty good card, and I know we got to get by that stakes race in the second race, but uh, the uh, late pick five, late pick four, I think is going to be uh, fun, that's for sure. And your Lindo report, that includes a suggestion for that late pick four, like it did yesterday, and all the other good stuff that's on it, and the selections as well. The Lindo report is available free of charge exclusively at the South Point, and we'll get a pick from you right now. Let's go to the eighth race today. Uh, in the eighth race, Ralph, number three, Cat Bernay gets a nice barn switch off the layoff. Now in the Kristen Mulhall stable, she does very well with fresh horses and uh, good fast gate drill. Forty-seven flat out of the gate, May the 18th. He's got some speed. This is not the toughest field in the world, 
and I just think he's going to look much improved with the barn switch. Seven to two on the program, number three, Cat Bernay, race number eight at Santa Anita. All righty, and so you and Richie both give us key horses and twin Q races at Station Casinos in the eighth race. Number three, Cat Bernay, is John Lindo's selection for us on the race day show, the $2 ROI, two to win on the three in the eighth. And don't forget to get that Lindo report and that suggested late pick four right now exclusively at the South Point Racebook. We'll talk to you tomorrow, John. All right. Good luck today. All right. You got him, my man. And now we go to Jerry Jackwood standing by. His power pages, of course, includes uh, the uh, races at Santa Anita and uh, Belmont Park. And they're at the uh, station casinos where the Twin Q's at as well. Good morning. Yes, they are. And the Twin Q is most interesting. We'll talk about it a little bit in a moment. But uh, a quick note on yesterday, Ralph, uh, yes. going back to bias reports, which mm-hmm. we haven't done for a few days for okay. some reason. Yeah. Uh, Belmont was inside speed favoring on the main track, and the turf course was iron speed. If you were trying to come from off the, off the pace on yeah. the turf, you just couldn't do it. And uh, keep that in mind. That's a big notation. Santanita also, the main track was inside speed. Yeah. Turf seemed honest. Oh, yeah, I got to tell you, I, I, no kidding on the turf course. They they had a horse run yesterday, six furlongs, and 107 and change. Yeah, well, the tra- oh. not only are they putting up fast times, the times are pretty good, yeah. but they were getting on the lead, and they were just drawing Gone. away, and the second Gone. horse was almost always second, and the third horse was yeah. almost always third. It was a conveyor was belt yesterday at Belmont. Yeah. <laughs> All right, time yeah. to get to work. Okay, time to get to work. Let's go to uh, Belmont. Now, mm-hmm. we're going to hope that the bias changed a little bit because I'm taking a big closure in race number nine. All right. Well, we'll by, the, by, that, by that time, we'll know, right? Yeah, by that time, you'll know. But okay. usually biases change after about five or six races. We're going out to the ninth race. All right. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to take number six, Delaware, for uh, Chad Brown. The reason I'm using this featured play, that, mm-hmm. you know, you asked me about two featured plays. Right. Yesterday is my first feature play, Scratch. So right, that's the seventh race. race. That's out. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Delaware looks really good to me for Chad Brown. His first, second off the off the layoff, mm-hmm. ran really good through the stretch last time. I think this horse is just going to improve again. Okay. Okay. I love the six today, making a good win bet here, and then playing the six of the seven, eight, ten. Reverses to break even, but we'll play the six down to two to one All right, in ninth, race number nine. Ninth race, Belmont on the turf. It's the Seek Again uh, stakes race today. Number six, Delaware is uh, Jerry's play. The link-ups are seven, eight, and ten in reverse. Two-dollar ROI, two to win on the six. Delaware, the horse, not the state, in, in the ninth race. All right, Sandita. It's a tight price. We'll go to the seventh race. We'll take Madone. Again, a horse came off a layoff, ran really well through the stretch, but an easy finish for him. Her, I, she thinks she's just going to improve in her second race as a three-year-old for right. Simon Callahan and Juan Hernandez up. Mm-hmm. So I'm making a win bet on the seven. I'll go down to three to two maybe. Play the seven over the two, three, six. Again, reverses to break even. But in race number seven, I'm loving number seven, Madone. All right, and you pick one of the feature races at Santa Anita, the Honeymoon Stakes, the seventh race. Number seven, Madone is your play. The link-ups are two, three, six, and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the seven and the seventh at Santa Anita. You've got about 20 seconds to tell me anything you want about those twin Q races. Well, i got a, a star horse in the eighth to go with John's horse. And in the ninth race, I have a pop-out key star horse. I, I like the horse big time in, oh, in okay. the ninth. All right. Well, I'm going to tell everybody this right now. Uh, the, the power pages, his star horse in the eighth race is 15 to 1 on the morning line. And he has two star horses in the ninth race. One of them is 12 to 1, and the pop-out key is 6 to 1. So you figure it out, folks. Get that. Get the power pages right now at Station Casinos and, the, and those Twin Q races. And, of course, Belmont Park as well, the Twin Q, eighth and ninth races for 5000 
at the station casinos. And Jerry's going to help you out, and our handicappers help you out, and we hope you're right. That's all we care about. I'm <laughs> right, too. <laughs> no kidding. All righty. Uh, well, this is a kickback weekend. You know, next weekend we get to the Memorial Day weekend, and then the weekend after that is the Belmont Stakes. And today, horse players are just going to enjoy playing racing and enjoying the sport. No wind out here either, finally, in Las Vegas. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.